So how do we want to? How do we want to oh, do the roll? It's time. Off? It's time to do the roll off. Uh, roll off. Uh, oh, 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 boy. I got. Oh, look at that. I got a natural twenty. Colin, it's your fucking turn. <laughs> oh, do oh, it, oh, nerd. But I got a natural twenty too, and I want Matt to do it. Oh no! I guess it's a roll off between them. It could have been so easy. Colin, Guys, why it the fuck? It could have been so easy. Why are you doing that? Why the fuck? Did you sign us up for this? I don't know, man. I didn't think they would literally repeat what just happened in the episode right before this one verbatim. Honestly, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. There's no Christ going back. I said a fucking cracker. Oh, God. Is, right. that, is that clean enough or do we need to redo that? No. Well, I'll do the no. goddamn we recap. I need to get out of here. I have. I either have COVID or did too many push-ups. I'll never know. I need to get this over with. So, oh, my God. So... We're going to dive into the recap of the last episode, an episode that encountered no technical difficulties or behind-the-scenes tumult. So, in Chapter 61, insert title here of Dice Populi, (laughs) because it hasn't been edited yet, um, we open on Locke and Mouse in the cell. Mouse tries to sneak a key from Mackenzie. Mackenzie hit him with book. Poof, Bates, like, dead again. (laughs) (laughs) He pops flat right on the floor. Um, And Colt and Maeve try to sweet-talk Arlen uh, into, like, you know, helping them, but instead gets everybody's ass hauled down to the dungeon. I mean, I wasn't trying to sweet-talk. It was more of, like, a very subtle sexual game. Uh, that I was trying to play. Yeah, we um, we saw a different side of cult that we were definitely but, uh, not prepared for. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was as subtle as a sledgehammer to the jaw. Yeah, so. no, that was I. Sweet talk is just me being delicate, Ryan. You're welcome. So then, as um, we get brought down to the dungeons, uh, or as Cult might call them, the fungeons. I don't know. Yeah. He didn't say that, but that he, I, yeah, he Cult's really have. into non fungible tokens. Oh, oh God. God, shut up. Okay. Uh, so we come down just in time as, uh, you know, Bait is, uh, quote, dead, unquote, after getting slammed by a book. Uh, somehow we <laughs> managed to convince everybody that Mackenzie was also like the <laughs> biggest mastermind behind everything. Uh, and we get him implicated. And so then we all end up in the dungeon. And I believe we were going to be uh interrogated by a gnome with these like pop bottle glasses or whatever and cult was super big brain and managed to get a time crystal and warp us to the past again but yeah we were also without all of our shit i think we're yeah correct. i think where we left off is we were trying to go get our shit back and we ended up being chased by a big hunky dude turns out all the time locked monsters have our shit <laughs> and it had the belt. <laughs> well, like the big hunky dude was like several dudes fused yeah, onto this, the back of is, another. Dude. Yeah, it's a summary. I'm I keep it quick. That was pretty pretty good, honestly. Ten out of ten. I would never do that again, though. Yeah. So were we ab- about to do uh, a fight? Was that the idea, or we were just trying to get out of there? I mean, we ended seeing Locke's strength belt on this big boy. Yep. <laughs> So I guess what we do is up to Locke, because I will tell you, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but Colin has noticed this. I don't think we've done a single real combat this whole adventure. We have fucked off out of every single engagement. (laughs) It's true. Yep. 
And I am so down to keep that going. I, I do have one question. Like, how much did we lose everything? Did it take our armor, too? Are we, like, naked? I was told I have nothing but my clothes. All right, so it's just clothes. You have pants on. So, That's Those are his clothes. You know, in the spirit of fairness, everyone has their armor, but they don't have anything else. And I will only be punching people okay. from now on. <laughs> I think, I, so I think that as we see the big time-locked, <laughs> time-locked Beltman... Shut, Shut your up. fucking mouth. God. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, I think Bait is just going to say, all right, Um, don't know about you guys. We've been fucking around a lot. I don't need to deal with this. Can we just get to the labs, please? Like walking backward, trying to get away from this thing. Uh, but we need our stuff. I mean... Sorta? What do you mean, sorta? <laughs> I've never heard Colt's voice go so high. That, that was that was that was almost that was basically Ryan being yeah. like, "What do you mean, sorta? I have a cool ass staff that's in the mix here." Yeah, I, I I I hate man. I also have a cool ass staff in the mix, but I also have a cool ass me that I don't want dead. I'm going to speak very bluntly. I'm going to say that my staff is way cooler than yours, Bait. And that's just. Bait, it seems you like being dead a lot, too. Like, what, what the hell are you doing? This is not the time to discuss this. What are we doing? Bait is still walking back down the hallway, like, backward away from this thing. I'm hoping there's not another monster behind me. Aren't we, like, in a room? And wasn't it, like, through the doorway? Is there another doorway we can exit through? Or we have to go through the same way it's coming through? We have to go through? back and... Uh, I definitely remember the, the room, you know, having multiple okay. ways out. Yeah. Uh, Chatter, I actually have a question. Um, after uh, base got mouse booked, I was unresponsive for a whole hour. Is there any chance you would count that as a short rest? I mean, I guess you were technically unconscious, so does that count as sleeping? Uh, it's not unconscious. I could say he was unconscious, but... You know what? No, I'm gonna say okay. no. Like, okay. like, a short rest implies, you know, like, relaxation and stuff. I, if you're not breathing, you're not relaxed. No, I was basically catatonic. <laughs> oh, man, I woke up from this coma. I feel so refreshed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not how I want to spin that's this. That's not how that works. That doesn't seem right. So can we get a, uh, a quick word picture thing about where, where exactly we are? Just to immerse ourselves. Quick word picture to the south. There's the doorway that the time-locked squadron is standing in. The dude with the strength belt. To the east is the infirmary maven uh, called we're in earlier. Uh, to the north is another doorway. To the west is another doorway. Uh, the west is like a hallway. The north seems to lead to it into a room. What story are we on? I know this is a four-story building, and the labs, I believe, are on the second floor. So where where are we? I might be wrong about where the labs are. The labs are not in the second floor. You are... Okay on the ground floor uh, and uh, with like the dungeons being like like a basement level. So, um, why don't we let's let's just get the belt because then, uh, you know, at least we'll have something useful. Okay, so uh, I just I just want to be clear. I want to set like clear boundaries here. We get the belt. Are we then just going to hunt down every monster in the castle until we get everything back? Like we got to cut our losses. So, well, let's, uh... so the door, as he says that, the door to the north opens and uh, you see like uh, a dude with like half his face melted off like and, and like parts of his body like just sort of fetid and rotted and it is Arlen, the guy you left in a room full of like poisonous boiling gas stuff. Oh. And he's like, wait, come, come in this room. 
I, I can help you out. But but we uh, left him to die. I don't trust yeah. him. Uh, also, coming out of a room mangled saying it's safe in here seems a little rough. No, thank you. I mean, do we have a better choice? Uh, uh, hold on. In, in, insight. I'm rolling insight on this. Nat 20 on that insight. Oh, my God. He, he is telling you the truth. It, 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 the optics isn't great, but he is, in fact, yeah. telling you the truth. Stinky as he is, this boy passed the sniff test. Bait runs in the room past Arlen. Follow as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Everyone goes in the room. He shuts the door, and you hear, like, like the time lock squadron, like, straight up tackling the door. It hasn't broken yet. Well, maybe I should roll for that, actually. So I'm going to say 15 or higher. It breaks the door. That's a 14. Ooh. Which Wait, is. Is 14. If it's a strength check and it has the belt on. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It, it, ro- it rolled low with the belt. It got Why boarded. would you even try to make that happen? Yeah, don't you remember, Matt, last time Pat did something like that to you, you killed 70 people. Like, okay, be chill. And, but anyways, the the door is, is uh, splintering, but for now it hasn't broken through quite yet. So as he's like holding to the door, He's like, okay, so uh, I, I totally get the situation was urgent, so whatever. Uh, I wake up, I remember meeting you guys in the past, and it's like, well, th- that's a new memory. Uh, and I also remember us taking your stuff. So I started going around and collecting uh, some of your stuff. Yay. Furrow, I, I am doing this too. Bait furrows his brow so hard, like, you were left in a room of acid by us. Bait, 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 then... bait. Okay, don't look, no. Don't I, look no, a melted hey. man in the mouth. Which is perhaps advice. significant because, like, you know, right side of his face, you can see, like, his molars and jaw. Oh. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. I, I, then Bait is just going to say, well, uh, you've been through a lot of shit over how many, however many years you've been here, and uh, you don't look... Too much worse for wear. Now, hey, let, hey, wrap it up. Hurry, the door. Then let me roll deception real quick. And that was a natty one. Oh, boy. He he is very insulted, but... <laughs> oh, my God. He lets it slide because right now, more urgent things, which is to say, uh, yeah, 13 plus the belt is definitely breaking that door. Shit. Uh, he's uh, knocked back, uh, and uh, he, he goes, take these. Bait and Maeve, you get your magical items back. Mr. Bear! Other stuff like weapons are in the back of this room, and this particular room is kind of like three rooms joined together. It's it's kind of a weird layout. Basically, it's not like room, doorway, room, doorway. It's just like three rooms that don't have a wall between them, I guess. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You're not going to find other magical items in there, though. So there's weapons... But is there, like, I don't know, a, like a magic focus of any kind or a component pouch? Uh, what you're going to find is your inventories that in- don't include uh, uh, your magic items uh, or focus. But you would find your component pouch if you did have what? Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't have one. So that's why I'm asking if there is something like that. You know what? Uh, roll. What would that be? Perception. Investigate. Uh, Investigate. Yeah, I'm gonna say either perception or investigation. 
that is a 12 plus 9, so uh, 21. You're rifling through the stuff, and, you know, uh, most of it is, like, the stuff that the party had. But, you know, there are other confiscated stuff, and you find a component pouch. All right, I strap uh, on the fanny pack. Yeah, it, it is, like, a component pouch belonging to a druid. So, like, whenever you cast a spell, tell me what what objects the spell require and I will consider if a druid would have had that kind of stuff on okay. him. Okay. So, uh, so ju- just to be clear, I know that you don't have like a list of all the magical items that we had. Should we go through the stuff that we had and some of it is gone and you choose or like how are we handling or are we just getting everything back except the belt which seems extremely generous well the belt and my magical items the belt and Colt's magical items uh mave and uh bake get theirs back yeah is what i'm saying all right so then uh bait is going to uh pick up the staff of fire and as the door splinters, uh, ready and aim it at the door, prepared to use it. I hold up Mr. Bear in front of me, but kind of cower a little bit, like I'm trying to hide behind him. And he has his little tap ha- his uh, top hat on as well. Bait is going to say to Arlen, it's like, is there an easier way out of this room? Actually, no, this is a storage room. There is only one way in, and uh, that guy's in front of it. Uh, Shit. <laughs> Uh, are we rolling initiative or what? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Rolling initiative. That's a 13. I got a natural 20. I also have a 13. I have a 14. So question about the belt. I realized I've just been assuming, but. It's a belt of cloud giant strength. So that is a plus 10 to strength or how, how does that work? automatically sets your strength to 27. Oh, and how much is 27? Plus eight. Okay. Noted. Who got the nat 20? Uh, Colt did. Okay, Colt. What do you do? Hey, oh, it's through the door? I didn't know if it was still working its way it, through the door. Oh, it's already through the door. All right. Does it look like it has eyes that it is using? <laughs> it has several pairs of eyes that it's using, yeah. And how far away am I? Are we from it? 20 feet away. Oh, yeah. I, I imagine, like, you guys, like, ran back a little. So, yeah, I'm going to say 20 feet away from it. All right. I am going to attempt to use the spell Polymorph, which is a fourth level spell. Do I have a caterpillar cocoon in my material pouch? You would have a caterpillar cocoon in your material pouch. All right. I'm going to attempt to polymorph it into... You know what? I'm going to try and polymorph it into a little... Turtle. Slug or slug. Oh, okay. but I don't want to attack a turtle. Turtle's good though. Oh, that's yeah. true. Okay. Bait sees Cult palm the little caterpillar cocoon. It's like, oh man, I used to have one just oh that's so cool. I love that thing. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the DC is 17. Uh, so it would be a wisdom saving throw, I believe. Wow, this boss fight's about about to end in one turn, isn't it? <laughs> we'll see. This didn't work last Six, time, so sixteen. Nope. Oh, it fails. That's 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 great. Wait, wait. Hold on. It just occurred to me. I'm looking at the spell list I gave this motherfucker. It Uh-oh. has counterspell. Yeah, I'll counter counterspell spell battle. Oh, wait, I'll counterspell the counterspell. I love counterspell battles. I It'll counterspell counter- the counterspell. But it already used its <laughs> wait, how can it Wait, excuse me, excuse me. How can it counterspell my counterspell? Because it is multiple people. It has multiple reactions because, like, there are two, several people on that squadron and there are actually like two mages on that back. Mm, you still got a movement. I, I, I will stand where I am, I guess. Okay, yeah. Next up in the initiative. Okay. How attached is my belt to the person or the ah. entity? 
<laughs> okay, so it is not around the waist of the main dude who ev everything is like standing on. It is around the waist of like slung around like the shoulder and chest on like one dude up top of the thing. Mm -hmm. And this thing is like 10 feet tall. I don't know if you are going to allow this, but is there anybody wearing anything made of metal besides the belt in this mass of, of motherfuckers? Yes. I would like to use Shocking Grasp and specifically uh, try to target the, the metal part of this mass of whatever. So I make a melee spell attack. It uses which... the second second to last counter spell. Oh, I hate you so goddamn much. <laughs> Interesting. Then that's my fucking turn. Okay. okay. Is it is it my turn? It is your turn. Excellent. I would like to cast suggestion on the creature. It uses its last counter spell. <laughs> you literally just said that to pass. He, no, he said second no, to last. No, he said second to last. So now he's got no um, If you misheard. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, you cast a spell and the counter spell happens. So. Right. Unless you want to move, you got nothing. Uh, I don't really have a, a good bonus action here. So instead, I will... Do nothing. Go ahead, Bait. Okay. <sighs> Boy, I could go two very different directions here. Bait uh, is holding the Staff of Fire that he got on Arianor, uh, pointing it at the thing. After seeing, like, this volley of magic shit fail, like, one after the other on this thing, he looks at the staff and thinks, like, hmm, I don't know about this. He then pulls the staff back, focuses, and casts a familiar spell, Conjure Animals. The bears are back. There are two bears in the room between us. There are two bears in the room. These are, in fact, the same bears from last time. I just thought that'd be a fun little detail. <laughs> hey! There you go. Got them back. I conjured them from where they were before. So the bears are back, baby. Pocket bear. Pocket bear. Uh, we're going to have to name these bears eventually. Maybe one is Dan and one is Barry. Bait is going to then sort of like just step back a little further, uh, try to get more than 20 feet away from this thing and uh, then yell at the bears, get him, or something like that. I don't know, something cool. I'll fix it in post. So I guess next up is the brown bears. They are each going to do, they're each going to move up to the thing and do a multi-attack. So let me roll for each bear. So the first bear's bite is a total of 21. Uh, he's going to cast shield. 21 still hits. Okay. Uh, the claws, that's going to be a 12. I'm guessing that does not. 12 does not hit. All right. The second bear, its bite is a nat one, and its claws are a an 11. So one of these four attacks hits. Uh, that's going to be 1d8 plus four. That's a five plus four. Uh, so the bears charge at him, uh, swinging and biting wildly. Only one attack uh, finds its mark and it takes nine damage. All right. Bait is very proud of the fact that the bears are here and fighting, but seeing them miss so much, he's kind of like, aw, damn it. Well, it's more like the the attacks are like uh, glancing off like a shield, but one of them makes their mark and uh, it tears off one of its many arms. Oh. And like, it kind of like, when it rips off, it's kind of like taking like a roasted piece of chicken and like just <laughs> ripping it off with, the, with your hands. Excellent. Uh, I think that's it for the bears. Duh, bears. Next up is Arlen's turn. He is prone. He uh, uses his movement to get up and uh, he is going to hit it with uh, three, uh, three Eldritch Blasts. It hits uh, 20 damage altogether. Uh, <laughs> it looks even more disappointed in the bears. <laughs> 
Here's how it goes down. Like, while he's focused on the bears, there's an opening that uh, he's able to exploit, and uh, he fires off uh, three shots, and each, all of them hit their mark. It is uh, got some holes in it, uh, and now it's uh, its turn. Uh, it is going to make uh, five attacks. Well, uh, two two on one bear and three on the other. Oh boy! All right, I'm just gonna roll once for all of them. Just ten plus eight is eighteen. Does eighteen hit? Yeah. I have written here just for my own ease. It just does flat damage for each hit. So one bear takes twenty, the other takes damage. Alright, uh, they're both still standing. Okay, Bait looks as disappointed in these bears as one could possibly look in a bear. It, they take some, uh, pre- pretty heavy damage, but they're bears. They're pretty beefy boys. <laughs> they're bears! They'll be fine! Don't worry about them! We're back to the top of the order, so... Uh, I guess I, I'm going to firebolt. Firebolt. Uh, yep. Does a 15 hit? 15 hits. The shield spell is all, is gone by now, but... But yeah, 15 hits, yep. 17 points of damage. Fire damage. That's my turn. Next up are the bears, I believe. Mm-hmm. And amid the flurry of blows and fireballs and eldritch blasts, Bait will just say, Come on, you can do better than this! And uh, let's go ahead and roll the four attacks. It's uh, a 13. Hits. Nice. That is a 15. Hits. That is a 6. Hits. What? No, it doesn't what? hit. No, that does not hit. That's a 6, six. and a 7, so... Uh, Six and seven do not hit. Yeah, no. Okay, so the first bear, uh, who looks to be the stronger of the two after the the flurry of blows, manages to land uh, both a bite and sink its claws into the time-locked thingy and just starts, like, shredding that chicken like nobody business. Uh, The bite does mm, 11 damage, and then the claws, as he tears the tendons and sinews, does... Uh, 12 damage. So 23 damage from one bear, and the other weaker one is just not making Papa proud today. Uh, well, fun, fun fact. Uh, uh, so your bear starts, like, mawing yeah. this dude. Blood, uh, blood, blood's, like, splattering across the wall, and it, it, uh, falls to the ground dead. Uh, uh, and Bay's eyes perk up, like, oh my god, they did it. Oh my god, guys! Oh my god, they did it! Are you kidding me? His reaction is like of a fan of a, of a losing football team going the like, The Bears oh, did God, it! Guys, I didn't expect it's it. About don't, time. don't talk about the, losing football right now, man. It hurts. <laughs> I, I'm aware. That's why I'm using the Oh, metaphor. weird. Pat just disconnected from the call. Hey, oh, man. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have fun. Base not going to do anything. Base just going to like watch incredulous that the Bears have shredded this thing down. Uh, Locke, is that. Uh, you get your belt. I'm gonna try. <laughs> How much weird mass of people do I have to sift through to get it back? You you do have to sift through like a gross mass of people. Right. Fun fact: it's five people, two mages, a knight, and two veterans. Yeah, I'll Six. start digging through the 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 bodies to get all of our shit back. Uh, I'm gonna say that Raz is the bear that did a lot of damage and is healthy and Barry is the sort of like one that's wounded and Barry is just like trying to slurp up the mess of... How, how long do they last? How long uh, are they gonna stay with us? It's concentration up to one hour for the bears. And to Pat's point, is there more than just the belt or is it just the belt on them? Alright, yeah, so Raz is like uh, uh, you know, licking the wounds of Barry trying to help help his uh, buddy out there. Uh, Locke is like 
uh, sifting through all this gross blood and giblets and bones that are just... Uh, do I have the, to make uh, a constitution check to not throw up? Do you want to do a constitution check? I was just asking if you wanted me to do it. No, I'm I not don't. saying I want to throw up, but like I'm fine with it. But like for the flavor of the the realism of this fantasy game that we flavor play. is maybe not the best word right here. No, you can throw up if you want to, but uh, you can leave your friends behind. <laughs> you can puke on your friends if you want to. This is the kind of freedom that we're that the druids were trying to get from the mage lord, so they can freedom just throw up on their on friends. <laughs> <laughs> you find your belt and like yank it from the dude. His hand comes off, still holding on to the belt, but you have the belt in your hand and you raise it into the air like a championship wrestler, dude. Hell yeah! You have your belt back. Uh, I'm no gonna put other- it on and like and like just touch it for a little bit and just start whispering. Oh, it's okay. It's okay, Daddy's home. Daddy's got gotcha. <laughs> you. You have your belt back. Uh, you do, in fact. Uh, everyone has their items back except for uh, Cult, who has his items, but uh, not his. Uh, not my magic ones. Ones, correct. Okay. Uh, Bait steps over to tend to the bears and then asks Arlen. Uh, well, I guess that explains how you survived and got so much shit back. So how do we get to the labs from here? Okay. So. To get to the labs, we actually do need to go through the uh, dungeons, so... uh, Fantastic. Okay, lead the way. Arlen, on your travels, and as you've been trying to find our items, did you find one of these beasts that might have, like, a really cool skull staff, maybe poking out the side of it? Uh, let me remember. I was just kind of hunting people down by memory. Let me roll Uh, a die for that. I believe one of the scientists have it. Died. Bait, bait eyes, bait eyes. Cults like scientists hang out in laboratories. I don't know. So, so, but like, is the scientist like around here, or is it like somewhere else? Or he shrugs. I don't know. It's it's been a very long time. Cool, cool, cool. As he kind of just like pushes his boot into the ground a little bit and like puts his Aww. hand behind his back. Oh man. He uh, puts his hand ov- over your shoulder, Colt. Uh, you can see, like, the bones of, like, the uh, back of the hand showing, but, like, the skin on the uh, fingers and thumbs are still there. And knuckles. Uh, and knuckles. And knuckles. I'm done. I'm out. See you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, he's just like, we'll, we'll find it. Don't worry. Uh, if you say so. Uh, Bait is actually going to peep how rugged Arlen's looking now that we have a second to breathe. Um, and is just going to ask. Uh, I mean, Bait is also going to, if there's no objection, start walking down the hall cautiously. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, you ask him how how uh, he's doing or what do you, what do you mean? I, I mean, you're not looking great. Is this something that will go away as part of, you know, the time stuff that happens to you? Or is this... Uh, is this uh, after Permanent. the third day, I'll be back to my normal. Okay, so I was about to he, say you limpi- seem you seem super chill, super chill uh, for someone oh, yeah, that no, looks I'm, as I'm awesome in, as you do. I'm 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 in incredible pain right now. <laughs> kind of imagine one more hit will do me in. Just so you know, uh, in mechanical in mechanical terms, he's got two. Okay, HP so Bates gonna like wince and say. Uh, all right, come here, bud. And I'm going to uh, reach out a hand and rest it on his chest and cast uh, Cure Wounds. All right. So I cast a Cure Wounds 
And I'm casting it at third level. So that means I increase it by 2d8. So I'm going to roll 3d8 and see how much juice I give the boy. Don't like that. Why? Dislike juice. How oh, much juice, juice I, oh, I give the boy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was my bad. Uh, that's a two. That's a one. <laughs> and that's a one. So he gets... Um, he gets four whole health back. Glad I spent that spell. You slot. don't have a spellcasting modifier to add? Yeah, you add a spellcasting mod to it. 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Oh, it literally does say that. Each. Okay, hold on. Yeah. That is plus two, so he gets six whole damage back. Six whole Jesus HP. fucking Christ. Yeah, that's no, that's rugged. so underwhelming. Uh, a, a single band-aid appears over his ravaged face. I'm going to look at him and say... Uh, it ain't much, but here you go, and I'll toss him the potion of healing that I have. He uh, grabs the potion with his newly healed arm, uh, chugs it down, and uh, how much? It's 2d4 plus 2, so it's not, again, a lot, yeah. but anything's going to help him. It may be, in fact, more than three, he was just healed, so. 3, 4 plus 2 yes. is yeah. 9. Th- thank you. That actually did help, and like you see uh, some of his wounds heal. And and I'll help as well. And I'm going to cast Mending on his shirt. (laughs) You can't mend his jaw? Nope. Uh, Honestly, he was getting a bit drafty. Arlen, you should probably stay behind me for the time being. Okay. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you, get over here. Get out of that hallway. Come check out this cool breakaway. Hey, it's me, Colin. Uh, Just here to do the breakaway. You know, that mid-roll thing that most podcasts do. That is just uh, the world in which we live. And this is where we talk about some housekeeping stuff, tell you about the the things we're up to and that our friends are up to. So thank you so much for listening to Dicey Waters Chapter 62. Squad goals, our uh, Patreon title voting has been killing it lately. If you ever want to weigh in on uh, what to name these episodes, you can go to our Patreon. But we'll talk more about that in a second. First, I gotta let someone else do the talking because, like I said, we have friends. That's right, we have friends. So many friends uh, that we just can't shut up about them. But for once, we will. So please enjoy a few words from our friends at Tales from the Tavern. I'm Commander Shepard, and Tales from the Tavern is my favorite stream on Twitch. Tales from the Tavern is the epic TTRPG talk show where chat asks all of the questions. <laughs> yeah. D20s are completing their natural migration <laughs> to raise their D4s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that idea that D4s are just baby D20s and all, everything they is just... They don't mature for five years. They, they don't oh. mature for five years. <laughs> That's amazing. You heard it here oh first, God. folks. D4s are just baby D20s. Join us live on Twitch every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv forward slash GamerMomLuna. I can't help it. I stepped in it and smeared it with my toes. It's okay. I forgive you. Or look for Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. I think wholesome sometimes the best moments for just it's kind of the, it's the human aspect of the game in some ways, kind of peeking through in unexpected ways. Join me, Gamer Mom Luna, each week as I interview five new guests. Hope to see you there. Bye. Tales from the Tavern, as you can just tell from what they said, you can uh, hear their stuff on Twitch or the Ears Edition, or wherever you find your podcasts. I think I've said this before. I love the term Ears Edition as a way to describe uh, an audio form of a video product. Just wish I thought of it first, and now I haven't. So, <laughs> so please, go take a look at them and all they have to offer. 
Uh, as far as what we have to offer, just a couple things. One, our coloring book initiative is wrapping up by the end of February. So by the time you hear the next episode, we will no longer be collecting submissions. I myself have submitted four. We have some great stuff from the community. I have one or two more ideas that I want to chuck together uh, and put into the final doodad. Uh, but then for the end of March, when we wrap up this season, we will be publishing that coloring book PDF for anyone that wants to, you know, just have a fun, relaxing little way to enjoy art uh, from the Dice Populi team and community. As far as our Patreon goes, I want to shout out a couple things. One, uh, I did put together a director's commentary of the last episode, uh, which was chapter 61, uh, The Tragedy of Mackenzie. That's what it was called. That was a tremendously difficult edit for five gigantic reasons that have to do with production failures, um, <laughs> personal issues. A lot of things came together to make that tremendously difficult, but I think the episode turned out great. Uh, I have part one of a director's commentary. It's just an hour of me going through the edit, a fully done edit, not me starting from scratch. It is a complete edit, and I go through it, and I break down what happened, and uh, I, I think it's I think it's fun. I love behind the scenes content, so I'm incredibly biased. But if you like behind the scenes content, uh, you should check that out. Uh, if you are on our Patreon, that is available for uh, both levels of contribution. Similarly, uh, at the higher level of contribution, our hero level, our good friend Ryan Mossbarger, called himself, uh, is testing out some ideas in our Discord for our Patreon members, uh, trying to run a Sharn-based game uh, for our Discord members. We're sort of feeling out how this kind of thing works. Uh, thanks to our moderator in our Discord, and this is not a Patreon-specific thing, we have open community gaming tables, so if you ever are just looking for some people to do one-shots with, I know it's hard to get a group together. Believe me, I know. There's now a space for you to do that in our Discord. And if you happen to be part of our Patreon, uh, we might be a little more directly involved in your experience that way. So we're testing out a bunch of different things. We're really trying to find out what we can actually offer that would be a good value for you. Uh, I love doing behind the scenes stuff. Ryan loves running tabletop games. Like I, th I think we're all sort of finding things that really fit into our niche. And I hope you enjoy all of it. So again, if you join our Patreon, you can vote on the titles, you can play some games with us, and you can see how the show is made. Uh, otherwise, if you don't feel like joining the Patreon, you can still just tell people, hey, this is a pretty good podcast. Let them know. It's a fun time. So check out Tales from the Tavern, check out our Patreon, and more importantly, check out the rest of this episode. I'm going to sneak back into this side room here. You go back out there. I'm going to keep this breakaway to myself. All right, so... You make you make it back back into the dungeon without a hitch. Uh, uh, if I were an asshole, I probably wouldn't make you have a hitch. But ah, uh, thanks, thanks for not being an asshole. <laughs> Bait is like still going to avoid eye contact with Locke and try to keep some distance. So as Bait is trying to avoid eye contact with Locke as much as possible, Cult is trying to have eye contact as much as possible with Bait. So every time he like turns, Bait's head is there, and he's trying to like lock eyes with him. He's got a judgmental glare on. All right, if this keeps happening, Bait is eventually going to say, fucking what? I don't know. Why are you avoiding looking at uh, Locke? And I'm just going to keep on staring him down. Bait is going to, like, uh, with his eyebrows, just be like, it's obvious, but then he's just going to look forward again unless Cult says something more pointed and less obvious. <laughs> He's not gonna. He's not taking the bait. Ah, oh, damn it! You can actually hear under call, but take the bait <laughs> as he giggles to himself. <laughs>
as you enter and as like with like a now conscious bait who is like visible to all the other other guys well we're still in the present not in the past so um well no that's that's what i was actually going to say like all the time lock creatures in the cages you know just start like uh reacting to seeing bait and like just start reaching towards you as if they kind of recognize you friends of yours bait i hope not uh can i roll like insight or perception to see if i recognize the voices kind of like i did before yeah can i remember are we near the the uh, cell where we saw all of the other druids locked up while we were yes. getting interrogated I think that's exactly where we are. <laughs> yes yeah that's right yep. where we are yes yeah, so i got a 15 on that insight when call asked me the question yeah you are recognizing some of the voices uh, some of them are people uh you wouldn't be familiar with, mm-hmm. but, like, some of them are, like, uh, people you uh, studied with, fellow students, and uh, some of them... Hi, it's me, Derek! We, we can cut we can cut that read, um, I think, and just go with one that Chowder did. I think that'd be, I think that'd be Hi, best. Hi, me, Derek! Yeah, I'll, 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 say, I'll but, loop uh, back and fix I that. I like biscuits and waffles. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but... But, like, also, you recognize that some of the voices are coming from, like, uh, elders and leaders that were taken in. And one of them is, in fact, uh, your teacher, Osmeros. Oh, no. Um, Bait is uh, going to be drawn very much to the voice of Osmeros. Assuming I find the right cell, what do I see? You do find the right cell, and you follow the voice, and you see... Well, a gross, decrepit, emaciated thing in the cell. It looks to you and reaches out to you, but it, you know, it can't really uh, say much, but you see a glimmer in its eye, and it's such a weird contrast because the Osmeros you knew, while old, was also kind of regal and dignified. You know, just a very vibrant man, push. A bushy beard, just the kind of face that would immediately just put you at ease. Piercing eyes and uh, wrinkles that, like, it works for him. It, but like here, not so much. Yeah, it's work just work with an e, <laughs> as in work it, <laughs> work it. Uh, Osmeros working it. Uh, Bait is going to like run up to the cell and is like visibly crushed by recognizing Osmeros in this like twisted form um bait is gonna turn to Arlen and say get them to the labs figure out how to break this cycle I need to take care of something okay I I know the entrance to the labs I actually don't we're gonna have to figure out how to open the entrance to the labs so okay guys follow me Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's, 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 yeah, that's fine. Bait is going to look at the group and say, I have a feeling they'll be better off without me for at least a while anyways. Bait, it, wouldn't it be unwise to be by yourself in this place? I mean, if you... When have I done anything you would consider wise? Well, I mean, and... rarely, but usually you you listen to wisdom. Uh, wouldn't it, I mean, if you're going to kill all of these remnants, wouldn't you want some help? I'll help you. Got a fun, probably. I just need some answers. I'll be back before you know it. 
and bait, uh, charges the crystal and uh, disappears into the past, separate from the group. Well, we uh, we could be safe in the knowledge that if he's caught, uh, he'll either be dead uh, in actuality or play dead. When you know when they well, when they burn the body, it won't really matter either way. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll start with uh, you guys. Uh, so Arlen leads you to a uh, to a room. It looks empty except for a glowing green circle in the middle, and he uh, uh, says uh, that would be your way to the labs. Uh, unfortunately, there's a code word you gotta say to open it up, uh, and I don't know what it is. And he points to some uh, writing uh, on the circle. Are there any hinges on this door? No hinges. All right. What's the what's the what's the clue then? What's what's the writing? First things first. The writing is in infernal. Does anyone speak infernal? That's a negative, brother sure man. Your boy does. I speak a burnal, abyssal, a, a and a burnal, <laughs> also known as a burnal to those in the know. It's the Spanglish of that. So, uh, Maeve can also read infernal due to her tiefling heritage. Snaps. But she's like, this isn't like a language that she's really familiar with. She just like kind of starts like mouthing and she's like, wait, I can actually read this. This is kind of cool, I guess. Hold on, guys. I'm smart as fuck. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, Chowder. What do, what do it say? What does the door say? Squeak, 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 Nothing, squeak, squeak, Because it doesn't have hinges. Oh, so right. It, it does. Oh, creak. fuck me. Yeah. No. I mean, it could, it could, it could grind. Do a little bump and grind, eh? Yeah. Tell me what that door do. There are doors that don't have hinges. They're on on wheels sometimes. Mm-hmm. They slide to the left or the right. <laughs> they can't hop though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. So here it is. I am the ender of wars, the death of civilizations, the rise of kings, the fall of jesters. I am the bane of heroes. To avoid me is to meet me. To accept me is paradise. What am I? I'm gonna like turn around. Is it like time? I feel like it's time. Is it? Is it death? I, I'm gonna read this out loud so that Locke knows uh, that I can. Well, he knows so he knows what it says, but it also shows that I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I am literate, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it? Is it death? It does not react to to death, but when it when you say time, it glows for a brief moment, but then stops. It's not something to do with time. Say it in Infernal. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You say it in Infernal, same reaction. Oh, okay. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, that's like a button. <laughs> Start to clean up the drool all over my face of that guttural scream. Never before has that tongue been uttered in this place. Wait, wait. I think I think I know what this is. Wait, it's, it's like the creatures that we're going against. It's time blocked. Uh... When you say the time part of that, it does the same reaction. When you say lock, it doesn't. I was I was going for the whole Sherlock thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sherlock. <laughs> so it has something to do with time. So time. I'm just gonna keep, keep on saying time as it keeps on like blipping up. So time. Something. Time. Sage, what if we all? Oregano. What if we all just keep saying time, time and time, charge time, it up? Time. 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 The world explodes. <laughs> So we're gonna auto pitch that. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's go through the riddle again. So I am the ender of wars, the death of civilizations, the rise of kings, the fall of jesters, the doom of heroes. To avoid me is to meet me, 
and to embrace me is to find paradise. Batman, it's Batman. Yes, it's Batman. No, it's not Batman. Fuck. <laughs> bat time. <laughs> Same bat time. Same bat channel. <laughs> the passage of time. He's got time, time lost. Um, lost what time. Is, what is the end of time? Why would the end of time be the rise of kings? Yeah, that's okay. So the passage of time. The is it a end of clock? time. I mean, kind of. I mean, it kind of fits in some ways. Um, yeah, but why would uh, embracing a clock help you find paradise? Waiting. <laughs> what is patience? Uh, okay, so passage of time actually does get another reaction. This time, it uh, glows for a little longer before fading away again. Okay, so the passage of time. So I keep saying, "What is? <laughs> what yeah. is the passage of time?" I thought you were doing that on purpose. I didn't realize that you were stuck in Jeopardy mode. We're all in Jeopardy. Pet. I'm in danger. Well, for for, for now, I'm going to bring it over to bait. Hey, and uh, okay, the second bait appears uh, with the crystal wild shape mouse into the cell. Okay. Uh, you peer into the uh, past. There's no like major lords around right now. They're awful trying to find you guys. Oh, hold on. I think this breaks my concentration. So the bears do disappear for sure. In case they hadn't already, the bears are gone again. Um, but yes, I'm a mouse. You see an old man with his back turned to you, who a little disheveled because as, you know, dungeon, but still, I didn't say dilapidated, okay? No, he didn't. He is not a dilapidated man. But still, uh, fa fairly healthy, and his back is currently turned to you. What do you do? Bait is going to, um, and I know that mice aren't very emotive, but if they were, this is like the saddest looking mouse you've ever seen. Uh, Bait is gonna skitter his way around to the front of Osmeros, you know, sitting crisscross applesauce or if his hand is out, he's going to try to crawl up onto him and get his attention, like sticking his nose in the air, doing the little sniffy that rodents do. Uh, so you see, you see a man and currently in meditation, but when you do your little mouse thing, he, uh, takes notice and sees he's a mouse below. He looks and says, hello, little friend. I would imagine, and this is just going off of Bates' character sheet, I would imagine Osmeros, being Bates' master, has the ability to speak with animals. Yes, he does have the ability to speak with animals. So Bates is going to uh, try to speak to it in mouse, hoping that it understands. So I guess out loud, what you hear is just like, just like squeaking noises. If Osmeros understands, I'll say the conversation. Yeah, yeah, he understands, so tell me what you say. Okay. So, because I don't know his mouse. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is gonna be horrible audio of Chowder and I squeaking at each other. Uh, Bait is going to say, "I finally found you. Are, are you okay? Do you know what's happening?" Bait, I thought you were away. I am. I was. Um, Osmeros, things are about to go so badly, and from what I've been poorly. told, things are about to go so poorly. Uh, and I just. On my own, I have no way of helping you, but I have friends who might be able to help. Like, Bait does not want to betray the complexity of the time travel stuff or, like, the three-day loop or anything, and is just going to say, like, you have taught me so much, and I am so grateful, and that I wasn't here when everything happens. I will never forgive myself. Conf He's a little confused, but 
Then he asks, What what happens? Azagar, Asmagath, all the lies, all the politics that the Mage Lords brought with them that you said we could just sit and wait through. We can't. The Crown Mage Lord himself will be here uh, tomorrow, and what they are planning is going to change everything. I thought I would never see you again. And Bait like has to refocus. If we, if we can do what we are trying to do, and you listen to me now, you might be okay. I suppose I do have a bit of chrome on my face. As I've sat here, I've thought about you, and I've thought about stuff that's happened. I know I did. I was not the closest follower of your teachings and of pacifism, but trust me, this is not a foe we can just sit and ignore. I feel like you're about to hit me with some dank wisdom, but listen, if you don't fight, then that's it. So I've been thinking about what exactly they were planning. You never were much for the study of the gods. It's just more politics. Echoing from the future here, yeah, bait, you're always been a piece of shit. <laughs> you never did pay attention to my lessons, but Asmagath and Azagar, what the Mage Lords say is correct, but perhaps not accurate. They are gods of order and chaos in a sense, but perhaps the language that they translate from, the word order and chaos are more synonyms. They are gods of time, but different kinds of time. Uh, Bates' little fuzzy mouse eyebrows are furrowed very hard. Yeah, that's what I figured. You're not my bait, are you? Um, yeah, Bait says, not quite. Well, let me give you a quick translation. Osmero starts ruffling through his papers, <laughs> muttering to himself. <laughs> Azagar translates, chaos is kind of right, but it translates to fate. And Asmagath, and Asmagath, his name translates to change. Their big dilemma was that they had a disagreement over how time should operate. One believed that time should be set in stone. The other believed in a world where change can happen, that there is no true plan. That is the big difference between the two. Uh, then Bate will say, I may cross paths with them. Their remnants, they're something soon. I can't stay long, but I need to make sure I get this right. What, what can I do? Well, first... You need to tell me what it is that's gonna happen. I want to help. I honestly don't know what the event is, but the Mage Lords want these gods gone. As as much as I hate to have lived with the regret of leaving you to perish, I am so selfishly grateful I was not there because the the cataclysm that they caused is ground-shaking. I think that really is all Bait knows about it, because Bait literally has not seen it, and, like, Arlen doesn't know specifically what happened with the gods, so... Here's the plan. First, you need to get us all out, and we will... And we will start an evacuation. Anyone who can come with us will try to leave the island. And you do what you need to do. Bait is going to step down off of Osmeros, uh, transform back into his real self, palming the crystal, and say, I will come back, and I will save you. But first, 
I need to make sure it will even fucking matter. Thank you. And Bait returns to the future. You're back in the future in a cell with uh, well, one of the... <laughs> Son of a bitch, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I mean, thankfully for you, it doesn't attack. It just stares at you, unblinking. Um, Bait is, like, once again, like, is heartbroken at looking at Osmeros in this corrupted state. Is there an easy way for me to get out of the cell, or no? Yeah, you can just get out of the cell. You know, it's it's locked, but, like, years of rot. It's dilapidated. Uh, Bait uh, catches up to the group and sees them all staring at the puzzle and, like, wipes tears from his eyes and says, What did I miss? Um. Well, nothing much has changed. Uh. Uh, opposite reaction actually he instead of glowing it grows dimmer before going back to the original state oh then yeah i don't know if i don't know we have no fucking clue (laughs) um the bait is just gonna look down at mave and say what's uh what's happening here i don't what's that on the wall i don't know can we like roll intelligence to have our characters figure it out because we are clearly not smart enough yeah i was gonna say i can't believe nobody's rolling insight abuse that thing does anybody want to roll insight or i was gonna do intelligence not insight but inside into yeah intelligence roll intelligence i guess okie dokie that is an unnatural 20 you're starting to understand that uh this is a sort of religious creed. Would Maeve, would you like tell Bait the thing? Because Bait can't read Infernal. Yes, yes, it is. I think that's implied. We're just trying okay. to figure out this riddle. Yes, okay. So I will relay the fact that it is to do with the religion stuff. So if it's responding to time, which one of them is the god of time? Um, They both are. You know, I assume you also relay that they're different aspects of time. Yeah, yeah, Bait will just repeat what Osmero said. Okay, which one was the change one? Um, that would be Asmagath. Do the other one. Azigar. Uh, Bait, Bait's gonna roll religion. Nat 20! Nat Bullshit. fucking 20! Bullshit, I don't believe no. it. No, Nat fucking 20! Mm. Colin doesn't believe in the heart of the dice, so he wouldn't lie about the no, dice. No, this either. is true. Dice. Okay. Yeah. Do you actually say Azagar? Or- oh, yeah. I was saying Bait actually I told says him to that. Say it. Yeah. yeah, Bait absolutely says Azagar out loud upon Locke's prompting. I'm going to answer your nat 20 on that religion check, anyways, but basically, upon saying Azagar, it starts to flash and glow. And, like, uh, as it does, it sort of unfolds into a spiraling staircase. Uh, down. A green glow emanates from the hole. Your religion check has you understand that there's a few ways to answer the question due to the weird nature of language, but basically saying Azagar, fate, order would all work to open the door. Wait, so bait? Bait? His name is the key to opening this door? I said fate. Oh, fate. 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 Oh, yeah. He said bait, and I was like, uh, yeah. okay. well, that's not a really yeah. secure Twist. password. I did actually think that's like, it's just a god's name, but the one that they all worship? Uh, well, that doesn't seem super secure. You're kind of like folding my hands in front of me like I didn't think about it, and it's dumb. <laughs> uh, Arlen goes, I mean, you didn't guess it, so. Yeah, because it's dumb. Uh, ov- <laughs> overcome with emotion, Bait walks down the stairs. We walk down the stairs, all of us. You all walk down the stairs. A green glow emanates, and you have entered the gates of fate. 
come. To embrace me is to find paradise. I really gotta go to the bathroom, What's and like I don't need to be here for this, but I'm so good. I'm, they go I'm, to the bathroom. Yeah. No, I want to listen. I want to listen.